Hi, welcome to Travel Tips. I'm Katie. I'm Lori. Today we're going to talk to you about using the New York City subway system. I think for most visitors, it's very daunting and very scary to use the subway. So we're going to help break it down for you so that you're more comfortable using the subway and saving money. Okay, so, it, so New York is much bigger than you probably think it is. <laughs> I think that's what Always. we run into the most as tour guides is a guest is in Midtown and we're in downtown and they think they're going to be there in five minutes, right? But the quickest way there would be the subway as opposed to getting a taxi or an Uber or taking a bus. Some people use those hop on hop off buses as a way to get around. Um, don't recommend it. There's a lot of traffic in New York. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So a, a a taxi or an Uber might feel more comfortable, but you are going to pay a lot more money, and you just don't know how long it's going to take you to get there. Right. So using the subway is just a, a a cheaper option and a quicker option. It's also what most locals do. So yes. <laughs> if you yeah. want to experience New York the way it would be if you lived here absolutely have to get on the subway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so first thing you're going to need to figure out is what kind of metro card you're going to use. Our subway passes are called metro cards. They're actually good for the subways and for our city buses. Um, so it's the same kind of card for both things. Uh, but I think it is the first thing that throws people is when they get up to the machine. What do I buy? Which one do I buy? There's a lot of options up there. You basically have two choices and I'll break down both of them. You can get an unlimited Metro card and you can get what's called a pay per ride card, right. which is just preloaded with as many rides as you pay for. So unlimited Metro cards are what a lot of locals get. Um, if you are somebody that is on and off the subway a bunch of times, it is the cheapest way to go. Um, really the most important thing for you to figure out is how long are you going to be in right. New York? How many days and how often realistically do you think you're going to use the subway? Right. If you're only here for two days and you're staying in midtown Manhattan and your plans are going to central park, going to some Broadway shows and visiting grand central terminal, you probably aren't going to take the subway very many times. No. But if you are planning on exploring the entire length and width of Manhattan, or if you're planning to go out to any of the boroughs, to Brooklyn or to Queens, which you definitely should, <laughs> you are going to need to get on the subway. Like Lori said, New York is much bigger than people think it is. Um, most of that's not really walkable. So the way it breaks down is an unlimited Metro card is $33 for one week unlimited. So the way to figure out if that's for you or not is calculate how many times you think you would be on and off the subway. If the answer is 12 or more, then an unlimited card is a great option for you. That will be the cheapest way to get on and off. Yeah. If it's not 12 or more, then you're definitely going to want to stick with a pay per ride. So one subway ride on our subway right now, as of February, 2020, is $2.75. Check before you come, subway fares do change sometimes. I do wanna add something. Yes. Because I take the PATH train and the unlimited cards are not transferable. They if you're staying in Jersey City and you get a unlimited card, uh, for the PATH train, it's not transferable to the New York City Metro and vice versa. That's a really good thing to point out because I think more and more people are staying over in Jersey City yep. or in Hoboken. Um, and those are great options for places to stay, but you do need to factor in that it is technically two different transit systems. But the pay per ride is transferable. 
So if you're doing Hoboken, Jersey City, any of that, maybe a paper ride is the better option for you. Um, if that's going to be most of your travel is between those places and Manhattan. Um, so for the pay per ride, it's $2.75, but you can load up your card with more rides than that. Um, you'll see options on there. The way the options are broken down, it'll give you all these different amounts that are choices. It's usually just calculating two rides, five rides, 10 rides. That's where those numbers are coming from, but you can put on any amount you want to. Right. If you want to really figure out, I'm gonna use it exactly this many times and put exactly that amount of money on, you can do that. I actually do that. <laughs> I've never once done that in my life, um, but you're probably onto something because I'll be the person that has a really weird amount of money on their Metro card, like $1.65, yep. which gets you nothing. Uh, so maybe you should be like Lori. Uh, so um, the other thing to know, if you are traveling with a group of people um, and you're maybe planning on, as a group, only taking the subway together a couple of times you can actually share a Metro card with up to four people. If it's pay per ride. If it's pay per ride, this does not apply to unlimited cards. No. Um, but if it's pay per ride, you can just swipe the card and pass it back. Again, up to four people can do that. Um, the only reason I bring that up is you actually pay for a Metro card for the card itself. It's $1 per card. Yeah. Um, or if you just are in a group of people that lose things and you want to leave it with the most responsible person, you can all share <laughs> one card and they can all, and you can all just use that one subway card. I believe the unlimited card, when you swipe it, it's another 20 minutes before it could be swiped again at the station. I think it's 18 station. or some random amount of time. Yeah, but so, yes, it is, yeah. there is a time lapse. So you can't even try it with an unlimited card. Yeah. Uh, and you also want to be very aware of making sure you are absolutely correct on which turnstile you're going through because again if you have that unlimited card you will not be able to use it again in that station for some length of time right um the other thing to know about paying for the subway um before we move on to knowing which platform you should be going to um is to know that if you are planning on pay per ride only some of our subway systems are now equipped with an omni contactless pay um, so this works um, on some phones and on certain credit cards. Um, the logo to know if your card is the right kind of card is it'll have a little logo that looks like four curved lines, usually in a corner of the card. If it has that logo, then you can just touch it to one of the contactless pads and it will you'll actually hear the turnstile click and it'll tell you to go through. Um, it's very cool. I'm glad we have it. It feels like it's been a long time coming, but it's fairly new, fairly new. And so the important thing to know with that is definitely not at every station. Yep. <laughs> so you don't want to get stuck and assume that every single station you are going to use will have that. Some of them do. Um, but if you're not sure and you have never been to a station before, I would at least have a Metro card with a couple of rides on there yeah. and that way you don't get stuck someplace. <laughs> um, so let's move on to knowing if you are going to the correct turnstile and a little bit about navigation. I think this is for most people the scariest thing. <laughs> How many people go uptown when they wanted to go yes. downtown <laughs> and vice versa? It's a really big system. Yes. And the way we phrase certain things is not necessarily the way other people do. <laughs> I think a good idea before you come to New York is to look over the map of Manhattan just to get a general feel of what directions and what side of the island certain lines are. And they 
they have them lined out color coded yeah. on the map. So some most of the stations are most of the lines are on the west side of they the are. island. <laughs> but at least you go give a general idea of where you're staying, where you think you're gonna go, and how how you'd be moving through Manhattan. I think honestly the best thing you can do is exactly what she said and figure out first and foremost what subway is the closest to where you're staying yes if you learn nothing else learn which line and which station that is true story when i first moved here i lived right off of the 72nd street station on the one two and three lines i did not use any other subway lines for six months (laughs) i would (laughs) i would just walk as far as i needed to east to west to only use that line because it was the only one i knew you know it's something i did i kept getting on the express and not knowing i was on the express (laughs) that's the but to my defense sometimes it said local and it was express you have to pay attention. Um, <laughs> that's the other really good thing to know is um, even on those lines, even though they are color coded and you have a line, for example, the one, two, and three, yeah. they're all red. Um, they are not the same trains necessarily. Right. Um, the two and threes are expresses. The one's a local. And actually, this is true of almost every line. Even if for a while they all run along the same path in Manhattan, at some point, the different numbers and letters actually go different places. Yes. So it is very important to note not only the color of the line, the, but the letter or the number. Letter or number. Very important to if know. If you're in Midtown, very likely they're all stopping there. But if you're not, yeah, things have started to split off. Um, the local versus express, I think, is probably one of the most common things. I live <laughs> off of the line where the train goes express from 59th Street all the way to 125th without stopping. And I can always tell who's a visitor with just the sheer look of panic, (laughs) knowing that they are blowing by their stop. And if it happens to you, just get on the other side of the platform and take the train back. (laughs) Yeah, it's not really the end of the world. It's something that a lot of people do. When you're looking at the map, if you're curious which one is local versus which one is express, when you look at the subway map before you come, hopefully, um, then the ones with the black dots are local trains. The ones with the white dots are express stations. Just so you know, though, local trains will always stop at the express stops as well. Yes. So worst case scenario, always get on the local and you won't <laughs> yeah. have that problem. If it's something you're really nervous about, just get on the local. <laughs> um, so, but do pay attention again, eventually those lines will be splitting off into other places. So right. Only do that if you are absolutely positive it's going where you need it to go. Um, We mentioned uptown versus downtown. This is a really important thing to pay attention to as you are going down into the subway station even because sometimes they're not actually both accessible via the same entrance. Right. Um, And so if you do have an unlimited card and you swipe through, then you might be stuck. (laughs) (laughs) So I know in a lot of cities when people say downtown, they mean towards the city center. That's actually not what it means here. Now the city is sectioned off into downtown, midtown, and uptown. But downtown would mean going south of where you are. (laughs) And uptown means you're going north from where you are. So don't be thrown by that. That's all it's saying is north or south. So if you do need to figure out, hey, I'm going, I'm in Times Square, I'm going down to Wall Street, you're heading south, That means you need a downtown bound train. Right. 
Um, <laughs> it sounds crazy. It's actually pretty easy to figure out. Um, and the biggest thing to know is if you are not sure of anything that's happening, just ask somebody. Yeah. Um, New Yorkers are very friendly. They really are. I know that's not the reputation sometimes, but New Yorkers are the nicest people. <laughs> they are always happy to help. There are always MTA workers in the stations that can help you out. So there are people that can help. <laughs> um, don't ever just get on something because you're not sure. You can always ask somebody that's standing there. Um, One thing I'd like to add, though, yeah. as far as getting help, when a train is not stopping at that station for that day or you have to get on another line, they do have signs. you got to pay attention to those signs. Just look around and say, is that the train that I'm going to be using? No, okay. Or yes, where do I have to go? Yes. Because you can stand there for 45 minutes like yes, I have, waiting for a train that doesn't come. And that's because on that day it wasn't coming. Um, which it brings us actually to a good point of um, a very important thing to know, because I know so many people are here over weekends. Yeah. Weekends are when we do all of our maintenance and track work for the most part. Uh, weekends or late at night. So if you're somebody that's going to be heading out into the early hours of the morning, this applies to you too. Um, overnight and Saturday and Sunday is when we do the majority of our maintenance here. So that means that any track changes or any service changes, that's when they're going to be. Um, so it is really important to know because it does mean sometimes that trains are rerouted over different lines or yes, they're bypassing a station. Yep. Um, some lines just don't run on the weekends. The B train yes, doesn't so run on weekends. You have a weekend schedule and a weekday schedule. And then you have the holidays, yes. <laughs> which is typically a weekend schedule. Um, so there are some things that you can check out. Um, there are always signs posted. If that particular station has any service changes, they are supposed to have signs posted. Yes. So if you see something that looks like a flyer up on the subway station, don't walk by it. it it's is, usually white. It's usually white. white. It usually have the MTA logo on it. It is not somebody advertising their improv show. It is really important information and you should pay attention to it. Um, the other thing you can do is there's an absolutely fantastic website called the MTA Weekender. I go on it every single time I'm leaving my house on a weekend, especially if I'm heading to a tour where I really can't be late. Yeah. Um, so that will bring up um, a listing. It will have every single subway that exists and you can click on a specific subway and it will tell you what track changes are happening on that entire line. So does Google Maps not have the updated? Sometimes it does. Sometimes and sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. Um, I wouldn't necessarily just go off of that. <laughs> um, you don't want to end up waiting on a platform for 45 minutes. Right. Um, so it's definitely a good thing to check out. Um, there are also subway apps that people use. Um, I don't personally use any subway apps, but I know that people do use the MTA app or, or various other apps to help them out. I'm a Google Maps girl. I, I'm that's a Google Maps girl too. Usually if I'm doing anything that involves weird transfers that I've never done, then that's what I'll use is Google Maps. Um, so that you can definitely do that. Check out Weekender to make sure there's not transit changes. There is an app called Transit. I have that on my mm -hmm. phone. Um, but I feel like it's not always accurate. Yeah, that's the thing is you just can, if you are absolutely not sure, yeah. <laughs> then you just want to be on the safe side and use something that is an official like MTA sanctioned right. thing. So website, flyers, etc. Because that will have probably the most up-to-date information. Yeah. Um, so I know it's a lot of information, but again, 
there's some little things you can do to help yourself. You can figure out some of this before you even come. Figure out what stations are going to be near the things you want to do, which, which are going to be near where you're staying. Right. Most important. And just know that it's not actually that scary. <laughs> um, <laughs> like Lori said, if for some reason you miss a stop, then well, you just get back on the train and you mm-hmm. come back. Yeah. <laughs> We've all done it. It's okay. Um, a good thing to do is if you are heading any place new, um, something to know, our uh, subway announcements are notoriously garbled. <laughs> Uh, on some of the newer trains they're actually automated voices and you can understand them really easily on some of them they're not Mm -hmm. and you may not be able to understand when they say the next station that's coming so by the way i never understand what they're saying so (laughs) i do sometimes um actually have my favorite conductors on my train i'm like oh that person's working today that's nice Um, so um pay attention but a good thing to do is don't just memorize the station you're going to look at the name of the station that's before it so that you can look out the window and at least know oh i'm here so i'm getting off at the next station whatever's happening a lot of trains have the display a lot of them do yeah but not all of them not all of them not the c train it tells you you all the stops on that line and what's coming up next so you can pay attention but they don't all have it they don't so the best thing you can do is prep as much as you can in advance yeah um look at the maps check out the stations um don't be daunted by the metro card thing just figure out how many times you want to use it and that'll help you figure out which card to use and i'd say the most important thing is don't be afraid to ask yeah ask anybody and trust that the subway probably is one of the best ways to get where you're going New Yorkers are very friendly. They are. Don't be scared. (laughs) Um, But travel like a New Yorker. Take the subway. (laughs) All right. Thanks. We'll see you next time.